Hi, friends. If I could ask you a favor, go to MyPillow.com and put in the code word Kate. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up not only to bring you fantastic products, but he's also helping this show. You're going to get wonderful products when you put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get 30% off on the products. They have specials all the time. But these, I'm not wowed easy, but these products are amazing, I have to say. The sheets, the towels, the robes, the slippers, everything. Completely amazing. You're going to love it. The phone number is 1-800-873-1052 or go to MyPillow.com and simply put in the code word Kate. Thanks, you guys. Sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. That criticism, it's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. What do you say? Brianna, uh, perhaps uh, we should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So it is absolutely the government's business. It is taxpayers' business if we have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID and and helping reopen the economy. And so... So on free and fair elections is just such a threat, literally. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. The Confederates, back then, never breached the Capitol, as insurrectionists did on January the 6th. I'm not saying this to alarm you. I'm saying this because you should be alarmed. What in the hell was that all about? My reaction too. What in the was was that all about? Um, that was the weirdest, strangest statement. But then it, it's daily. It's daily, is it not? Uh, welcome to the. I just don't even know what to say. <laughs> welcome to the Kate Daly Show. And uh, yes, that was CNN talking about the uh, going door to door. And when um, when the secretary said, uh, "We've spent trillions to keep you all alive." The problem is, is that look around you. No one was really in danger. And um, what did they spend the trillions on? Oh, yeah, that, themselves. They, they gave the money to government programs. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here with Michelle Tanner. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks Excellent. for having me. It's nice to have you back. And uh, she's actually running for uh, city council. And I'm really glad to have her in today. We can talk about some issues, talk about what she would like to do. You would be a breath of fresh air on the city council. We really need some voices that, that speak up, that say, uh, that, that talk about uh, freedom and talk about the truth. And I, I love that. I think that's great. And, and, you know, I just, uh, there was a memory that popped up on Facebook for me and it was a picture of John Pike and Larkin, Daniel Larkin and, uh, Greg MacArthur all with their black lives matters, <laughs> marching, <laughs> marching with black lives matters down on the street. And I thought, Oh my gosh, do we realize that Greg MacArthur and, and Larkin are extremely liberal? And um, I, I think they surprised everybody, not really surprised, but I think it was really hard to watch everyone, you know, the three of them down on uh, down on, on the boulevard marching with Black Lives Matters. And so we have some issues and problems in the city council and we really need to uh, course correct. And maybe we could uh, maybe we can turn the city around a little bit from overspending into the gazillions with their budget um so i'm really i'm really glad i've got you on and i really want to talk to you about what you want to do and what you think uh needs to happen and of course you guys can call up 
ask questions, ask away. And uh, and so tell us a little bit about you because you've been in before and right. uh, and uh, we've talked about uh, the hospitals and, and we've talked about um, uh, vaccines and the thing with COVID and masking and everything. Uh, and because you are a family nurse practitioner. And I love right. that. I just love that. I love that you bring this to the table, especially with so much medical tyranny going on. But tell me why you are running. Yeah, so it's been you. a really eye-opening <laughs> last year, I think, for a lot of us. And, sure. you know, you mentioned the the BLM yeah. thing. And, I mean, I think that was a bit of a shocker to we're supposedly the small yeah. conservative community. And it's like our mayor is wrong with kneeling at a BLM rally. Yeah, like, what? If that wasn't a wake-up call for everyone, I don't know what, what else could be. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, bad. I mean, this last year, we talked a little bit the last time I was on about basically what got me to be more involved this mm-hmm. last year publicly was this whole thing with COVID, which right. I've talked before is a real disease with a manufactured response. Right. And really seeing that firsthand last year, a lot of the lies and propaganda and not a lot of people saying anything about it. Like no. the silence has been astounding Definitely. Definitely. to me. And what it is, is it's fear. People mm-hmm. are afraid to lose their jobs, lose sure. their businesses. And speaking of memories that pop up on Facebook, the other day, one of my Facebook memories popped up of a post that I put up a year ago saying, masking healthy elementary children is BS. Right. It's and wrong. we should Unhealthy. not be forcing this on our children. It should be a choice for the individual, for the parents. And I was hounded for yeah. that post. I was reported to the well, hospital. Well, you didn't know that the masks don't work unless they're all wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's what the school board thought. That's what, you know, the school board went with that ridic- ridiculous mentality. Well, yeah, and at that point there was zero, yeah. you know, cases in children. Oh, geez, and, and that was the big eye-opener to me of like, whoa, if we don't start speaking up now, mm-hmm. We are past the point in this country of worrying about losing our jobs and our businesses. Yeah. We are not going to have a country left to defend <laughs> if we don't start speaking up. Right. And so, you know, I left that post up there and, you know, had obviously mm-hmm. some some negative <laughs> negative feedback, as you can imagine, I'm some sure. threats. Right. And, um, you know, but I had to make that conscious decision of. I fear God more than man and come what may I'm going to do what's on my heart, what's God has put on my heart. And that is to stand up for the truth and for freedom. I believe Liberty is an eternal principle and is vital to the success of this nation. That's what we were founded upon. (laughs) And, you know, really that's been my big motivating factor for running. I never have aspired to be in a position (laughs) such as this. Trust me. That's good news. Right. I've always (laughs) been that person that's like, Oh my gosh, why would anyone want to (laughs) want to do that that to themselves? Right. Yeah. Um, But you know, with being more vocal this last year, speaking at several events, Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people ask if I would be willing to run. And at first I was like, heck no. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to myself. Um, but, you know, the more time went on, I was prayerful about it. And I just felt inspired that that is what I was supposed to do. I, in fact, had the words come to me, mm-hmm. lose yourself in the service of others. Right. And I think that's what it's about. We need to start electing public.
public servants, not Mm -hmm. politicians. And that's been, you know, I think on a personal level, a lot of these people are, quote, nice people that Mm -hmm. are, you know, in local Mm -hmm. leadership. But we can't elect people based on being a, quote, nice person or a member of your church. (laughs) Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, we have to look at, do they understand proper role of government Mm -hmm. and do they understand the importance of individual liberty and when push comes to shove even when it's not popular are they going to stand up for those liberties and that is what we have not seen this last year we have seen silence and silence in the face of tyranny is dangerous and so you know i'm willing to put my name on the line my business on the line Mm -hmm. whatever it takes because i care about my children's future i want them to have those you know a future end of, yeah i want them to have a future exactly yeah so that's been my big thing uh, you know we saw what happened last year with masks the same thing is coming with vaccines mm-hmm. it, it won't be a surprise at all if right. it's mandated right and that's something i want to make sure here in our local community because that's where the power is it's we get so focused on our national government that we fail to recognize that the real power and hope is in Mm -hmm. our local communities and that's why i've really been trying to be more involved especially over this last year at the local level not the federal the national level because i really want to have a constitutional committee that says you know when governor cox wants Mm -hmm. to have these this usurpation of power come down under the guise of you know emergency powers that we as a city can evaluate that at you know a constitutional committee and say no sorry this is not constitutional we will not enforce this in our city not in my town and we need elected officials to stand up and take accountability Mm -hmm. because that's the other issue i've seen this last year is the complete lack of accountability. I've been really involved with trying to get the masks out of schools this last year, you know, with being involved with the governor's office and Mm -hmm. sending them all of the studies that shows we should not be doing this and the school board and, you know, the local leadership and everyone blames the other. Oh no, we can't do it because the health department. Yeah. Or, oh no, we agree with you. We're, we know that it's not the following the health department the science, blames the governor but, and the CDC. Yeah, but it's the yeah. governor. Like nobody will take accountability and it's enough. Yep. We, we have to stand up. Yep. School board blames the health department. Health right. department blames the state. I mean, it just keeps going in a circle. And so you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I know. I, I love to hear you say that because I, you, you know, you've spoken out. Um, I even spoke with you at a, at a mask. Uh, we were talking, I think it was a, a movie event and um, and I th- I just I hope people understand that the more reluctant somebody is to want to run <laughs> to want to do this the better and uh, usually they'll have the greatest impact because they're not there for favors and they're not there for um, you know just to be the nice guy that pleases everybody and we have right. way too much of that going on right now and we don't have anyone in leadership right now within the cities um, I don't find a lot of people standing up I don't find them voicing anything when we were locked down and they were closing parks and golf courses and things they did not care whether or not people, uh, you know, whether it was like, it was like, you don't get a voice, we're your voice. And, um, and so I, I just could not believe how far they were going 
um, and in lockstep. I, I just couldn't believe it. So I hope we've learned a lesson from that. I mean, right. I truly hope we've learned a lesson. I certainly hope so. Oh, and I hope we get people government. in there who will yeah. stand up. I do. I do too, because we're gonna we're running out of time now. And Chrisanne, you know, Chrisanne Hall, um, she'll be on tomorrow. But you know. She's always talking about making sure your local government can stand up, making sure that they understand what government can do, what they can't do and serve their proper role. Um, You know, it's like it's like getting a job. And if you got a job, would you then go and do everyone else's job? Would you then go, you know, be the accountant and tell the accountants what to do and then go over here and tell marketing what to do? No, but this is what the city is doing in about every facet from what I can see. Right. And so we've we've got to scale this back. And And everyone's saying oh, what are you going to do about this or that and uh-huh. government? And I say, let the government be out of it. Why yeah. is the government even involved in that? Why, Why is the government buying up golf courses? Why are they yeah. doing this? Like, yeah. get the government out. Let the free right. market dictate. Exactly. Exactly. Especially with housing, with golf courses, with with everything. I feel like I, I just cannot believe how much authority they're granting themselves with our money and then making these exorbitant budgets. Uh, a decade ago, the budget was 180000 We only grew by 20,000 people. And now the budget is $423 million. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, did, 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 did those uh, 20,000 people really <laughs> cost that much? Really? Um, but this is how overbloated it is, and, and I, I find it uh, sickening. That I find budget's it, a hard one to get through, too. It's like 350-page <sighs> yeah, long. Yeah, it's <laughs> Still bad. Still combing through it. It is so bad. So when we come back, you can ask questions, call up, and we'll be talking about some of the different aspects of, of city government and how to scale that back and what Michelle plans to do. And we'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. show. I've got Michelle Tanner with me. She's running for city council and I'm really glad. And uh, and I'm going to take the caller in just a moment, but I just wanted to mention, get over to Garage Doors Only at 689 North Bluff. And the phone number, you have to dial 435 on this one, 435-868-1200. 435-868-1200. Voted the best of Southern Utah the past two years in the row and they have every kind of brand and clopay, all kinds of, uh, of, of just wonderful things. And also using American steel. I like that. Uh, Utah, Nevada has been served for over 21 years. So make sure you get over to these guys because they're the very best. And I really like them and I love my own garage doors because of them. <laughs> so what can I say? You know what? We're going to go ahead and take uh, a call. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, so you've got me online. All right. I do. Hey, You're uh, live. Is this, is this uh, Marissa? Is what? This? Ma- this is Michelle. Michelle Tanner. Michelle Tanner. She's running for Michelle city council. Tanner. Yep. Okay, I was just wondering. Uh, it's it's really good. I, I I enjoy listening to you talk and, and your stance on the masks and, and the mandates and stuff like that. I think that's truly something that we need to have voters vote for mm-hmm. and get get people in there to vote against that kind of stuff. The thing that I'm concerned is what is your stance on the the counterculture that our our community has been really facing 
uh, with the getting rid of the Dixie away from the university and and uh, yeah. finding the Dixie name on so many different levels. I am Excellent. so Thank you glad that, that Thank you. you brought that up yep. because that is a huge issue in this community right now with the cancel culture. I mean, it's truly infiltrating everywhere and we have to stand up. You give them an inch, they will take a yeah, mile. Every time. Yep. So I am 100% on supporting Dixie Heritage and, you know, making sure that we aren't letting the cancel culture take over here. I think that we should have taken a stronger approach with, you know, the university. I know we as a city don't necessarily have control over what the university does, but we certainly have a voice yeah, some influence to, to say that we, you know, disagree with taking away that name. Because, I mean, we all know it's not racist, but that's just a ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs> argument. Right. So, no, I'm glad you bring that up because yeah. I definitely support our Dixie heritage. You attended Dixie. Did you have trouble finding a job? No, actually, I have a wow, I have a, amazing. a degree from Dixie State University. I've worked for big corporations yeah. before. I have never ever had anyone even ask about ask it. about it. Ridiculous. I mean, it's that argument's ridiculous. Have you been surprised that they've been really silent, crickets, on the matter? The the council now. No, not really, mm. because, I mean, people are concerned. They don't want to, and I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but it's for a lot of people about votes and staying as neutral as possible mm-hmm. so that you don't offend right. someone, heaven forbid. <laughs> we have to stop being worried about who we offend. I mean, right so is right, and we have to stand up for it. And call stuff out. Exactly. I absolutely agree. I think I think, uh, this, I think many in the city were offended when uh, Pike put forth money for flags up and down you know, the boulevard for pride flags because we didn't want to, it wasn't about being a pride city, it was just about being a city. And right. you know what I mean? I, I think there's so many things like that that have been done that we've just been so, I think, surprised over and the direction the city has gone in. They've increased the budgets, like we said, and uh, they um, are, are putting up affordable, affordable, which is socialized housing um, and getting a lot of money to do it. And and so what is your stance on that? I don't want federal government money. I yeah. I think that we keep things as local as possible, mm-hmm. let the free market dictate private property rights, let builders, you know, if they see the need for mm-hmm. housing that's more affordable, not, you know, subsidized housing right, from the right. government, but I mean, they have the ability to maybe build some smaller homes, less expensive homes. Mm-hmm. And I completely am on the side of letting the free market dictate that and getting the government, especially federal government, out as yeah. much as possible. Yeah, they. I was just reading an article about uh, about Seattle because they were talking about municipal. Uh, what was it called? Municipal. I want to get socialism. Right. Socialism, and uh, and and really getting involved in the wages and getting involved in everything, every nook and cranny of the city, and how this is kind of something that they're looking to do. And I thought we're we're going to see it on steroids. We're going to see the this this. I'm going to grant myself authority thing on steroids. Right. And so um, you know, I, I think for for uh, for us to be able to remember that we must. Uh, fight against a lot of this kind of stuff coming in and it seeps in it kind of seeps in and i what the, the one thing i've noticed too is i don't see a lot of um i see everyone in unison always on the council everyone's in unison they're all of the same thought and i thought that's really strange to have that many people in unison right um i don't think michelle's afraid to stand up and say no 
<laughs> right. I will be I will I be the so. one in fact one of the criticisms mm-hmm. that I saw going right. around about me was and I believe it was from someone at the yeah. city according to yeah. a source but uh, they said she'll be difficult to work with. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I phrase. thought, hey, if that's what yeah. I'm being criticized for, you know, I might be difficult to work with <laughs> yeah. if you're wanting to push a socialist agenda. Yeah, I will stand up and be the unpopular one because right. principle over popularity. That's what we need. Absolutely, I love that though. Don't you? That is the excuse though. See, yeah. they always want the crowd that they think that they can just. They'll right. just shut Who's up and gonna... just go along with it. Yep. Yeah. And I fear that for the county commission spot, too. And that's why I had Larry on the show is because I really fear that, that they're going to want somebody that just goes along instead of a voice. And right. we need to be represented by a voice uh, that, you know, instead of just this unison thing. Uh, right. It's very, very bizarre. Um All right. And so the other issues, uh, and I'm glad you spoke out about Dixie, too. The other issues uh, that you would be uh, confronting, too, a law enforcement. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So as our city is growing, Mm -hmm. we are obviously seeing that how now happening even, you know, more Mm -hmm. exponentially recently. I think we need to be aware of safety with our communities. We are outgrowing our law enforcement we need to be supporting our law enforcement if we need more officers if we need more staff at the Mm -hmm. jail i'll just give you an example of something that really just fires me up that i think Mm -hmm. needs to be addressed right away uh you know and this is a, a personal friend of mine and i have their permission to share this story that happened just recently their 12 year old daughter was out doorbell ditching as Mm -hmm. you know 12 year olds do and one of the homes in the neighborhood was an adult male that they did this to well he was not very happy he came Mm -hmm. out and was yelling and you know some profanities and so this 12 year old girl actually her conscience got to her and she actually was feeling bad and went back to apologize so she knocked on the door again to apologize and when he came to the door he grabbed her mm-hmm. he punched her in the face what she had to kick him in the groin to get away oh my gosh right crazy so you know she goes home of course bleeding and the parents are upset call the wow. police well so this guy i mean adult male assaults a 12 year old girl doesn't go to jail what? He gets a citation. My friend is friends with law enforcement, so he, you know, calls them up mm-hmm. and asks, "Hey, why on earth would he not be going to right. jail for this?" And the response was, "Well, our jail dictates basically who we can and cannot bring in, and you know, with COVID restrictions, they don't have the staffing. Apparently, <sighs> our jail has apparently been overflowing for a while. Wow, and you know, all of these mm. things. It's like, shouldn't that be number one? I mean, <laughs> I'm all about limited government, but let's at least support where our government should be strong, and that's a you know, mm-hmm. protecting our basic life, liberty, and property. Right. Yeah. So I oh definitely think gosh. we need to be. Wow. More cognizant of that. Well, I mean, geez, really? Gosh. Uh, Okay, let's take another call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Wow. Well, crazy story. Anyway, go right ahead. Yes, hi. Hi. Um, I wanted to thank you, Kate, for having Michelle on on your program today. Um, 
but I think we're voting for two, aren't we? Who would you? Yes. Two questions. Who would you align yourself with? And I thought I saw something on Facebook for Saturday. If you could expand oh, Saturday on that, breakfast. I'd appreciate it. Breakfast. Yeah, yes. Saturday is actually a fundraiser event with the Liberty Action Coalition. And to kind of answer your other question, they are backing both me and Greg Aldred mm-hmm. um, for city council. Mm-hmm. So we're both, you know, very right. liberty minded. And um, uh, the breakfast is, I have a note on that. It's actually. 8 a.m. at Vernon Worthen Park. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, you can meet so the definitely come. And yep. and we'll be there. And yeah, we'd answered. love to love yeah. to meet you and chat. And uh, and so I am. I'm talking with uh, Dr. Michelle Tanner, who is uh, just uh, she's running for city council. And uh, I like uh, Michelle's voice. I think that it's a much needed voice amongst the council members. I think that we need. We so desperately need somebody to stand up for for liberty, for, oh, hey, here's a reminder. Is that your proper role? You know, what I've noticed, too, is that they can get really, I don't know if they're just bored, but they get really interested in solving every problem right. or coming up with all these things that they must do for all of us. And, and I've, and I've, I've heard the phrase before um, that they are like the, the daddy of the city, the father of the city, the mommy of the city, and we don't need a mommy and we don't need a daddy. Right. And, um, and so I just, just wanted to get your thoughts on that because I, I'm just surprised at how much they come up with. I'm right. just really shocked. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is, man is superior to the creature which he has created. Mm. Man is superior to government and should remain master over it, not the other way around. There you go. And Boom. that's a Ezra Taft Benson quote, you know, yeah. proper rule of government. And that's awesome. That's, that's the issue right there is we have let the creation become greater than the creator. Yeah, that's absolutely. Bingo. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Okay. Hi. Um, my wife has a co-worker uh-huh. that uh, her husband is a police officer mm-hmm. and he they won't even arrest drunk drivers here really right. they give him a they wrote him a ticket uh-huh. and had somebody come and pick him up wow huh yeah so how safe that- are we yeah, yeah, that's and that's interesting. Thank that's you. been a big mm-hmm. issue. And you know, I yeah. I support law enforcement. I have friends and family members who are law enforcement. I work closely with them in emergency medicine. Mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect and want to support them a hundred percent. So this is in no way a slam on them. It is a slam on we need to be backing them more. If they if we don't have the capacity at our jail mm-hmm. to be sending people who should be going to jail, you know, like you know, known felons, and you know, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, the drunk driving thing I've heard of other cases of that as well then we need to be supporting getting mm-hmm. the appropriate staff removing these ridiculous right. COVID restrictions right. and protect our city yeah um if the city uh, decides to move forward with socialized housing for its own workers because they say they can only attract a worker if they buy them a home or uh, to live in or mm-hmm. uh you know using tax dollars to buy up <laughs> homes for for Classic. all of these different uh you know they say these people aren't making enough money what is your what is your thought on that real quick absolutely not <laughs> absolutely no yeah i thought it would be yep um yeah and uh a word on the street is that that is exactly what's going on right now and uh um and so you know it, it blows my mind how people think you know <sighs> if your neighbor has an extra car mm-hmm. and you don't have a car 
do you have the right to go steal your neighbor's car because they have an extra one? I mean, yeah. that's that's really the most basic thing is what we're looking at when mm-hmm. it comes to socialization of things. Yes. And, I mean, yeah. that's- it's like, no, you guys all will pay for these people, these workers, instead of saying maybe we can scale back on workers. Right. 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 Like we want a house for the worker. Oh, right. my gosh. For city employees and everyone else. Be right back. Hey, Dolly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I couldn't run. I couldn't stay dry. What do you do when there's nowhere to hide and carry on? Carry on. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I'm visiting with uh, uh, Dr. Michelle Tanner today. Um, she's running for city council, and I think she'll be a, a real breath of fresh air on the council and be able to stand up for some things. Wouldn't that be great um, <laughs> for a change? Um, you know what? We actually do have a caller. And uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're on with Michelle Tanner. Hey, Michelle. This is uh, one of the locals around here, and I've been with the sheriff's office for probably about 20 years. And I can give you a little insider that... Uh, one of our barriers to, uh, are we still on that topic? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, I would ahead. love to hear okay. your perspective. Yeah, one of the barriers to us actually growing and funding like we should, recently retired and passed away, and now that that barrier is out of the way, we can start moving towards getting more officers attracted into that field with you know, pay raises that are more comparable to others within our local southern region. Mm-hmm. Our pay skills currently on the low end matching other agencies, mm-hmm. and that's creates a little bit of poaching between agencies and people wanting to go elsewhere so it's not quite as attractive as a career. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad and to hear secondly, that. that insight. we are running about a dozen officers short that we have open spaces for that we really need and can't attract quality officers and how are we going to fill those spots? Right. Right. Yeah. That's okay. a great point. Thanks I for that. definitely think we need to make sure that mm-hmm. we are we're up to par with what wages should be for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. It's funny because I'm looking at, you know, if a budget is 350 pages and you only have under 100,000 people, something's very wrong. Okay. Right. (laughs) And the money that we are spending and we seem to be buying a lot of buildings and property and we have our sights on giving, you know, might we have, we give money to Sky West for a flight that nobody wanted. And we are making all of these really asinine decisions, right? With the budget. Yet I can understand why a competitive wage. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the most basic. I get that. that, But if we want anything in government and as a community we want quality officers right, who are right. going to protect our life our liberty our property you know yeah. that's the most basic form of government that yeah if we're gonna spend let's spend it on our officers right. and making sure we, we and then, have that and then scale the budget back down to about half because they were right. able to keep up with the growth you know what i mean while they were doing that um but uh you know as far as keeping the budget down but the budget could be cut in half i think really easily if they weren't buying up so many things or had their sights set on so many things that aren't under their purview. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it was interesting. I was reading that article about Seattle and it was, you know, can the city fight injustice? 
It was like the city's job is not to fight injustice. Oh uh, yeah, um, we need to know, stop looking to the government uh, for every solution, yes. not the problem, uh, or have the government shore up a fifteen dollar wage for uh, for private businesses out there, and only you know, and 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 say uh, no to certain businesses and cater to certain businesses when they're right, you know, doing the business license thing. And there's just a lot of ways. I mean, but what what are some of your ideas? What would you because um, I know we've talked about a lot, uh, but uh, uh, you know what? Let me take another caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think my call got dropped. I went through oh. a dead space. I oh, okay. apologize for that. Go ahead. It was the carrier, not me. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, sorry, I, I kind of lost the conversation we were going through, but another point, uh, why we're getting shorthanded out there and why we're not able to admit people is part of our ultra precautions about this COVID alleged pandemic that we're a little on the scared side, not meaning our administration, not our ground level staff. Right. But there are more cautious due to potential liability and lawsuits, which is why they're trying to turn them away. So it's not entirely the manpower's fault or the capacity of the facility. But if we can convince our administrator to open back up, then we can start taking more of these cases that we can't handle. Yeah, that mm. should have been done a long, a long time, time, ago. time ago. The fact that there's even still months later, COVID 20. restrictions is yeah. absolutely it's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is quite preposterous. I mean, I've spoken with them and provided some information on the spread mm-hmm. as part of my research for my master's degree, but there's, yeah. there, there's no reason why we should be so... And that's coming from the city, right? That's coming from the city officials. Yeah, and yeah. we need to be investigating that because why? Why is that? Or is there some type of financial incentive? Yeah. You know, like what's the bottom line? And I don't know the answer to that, but I think it needs to be investigated because there is no reason why this many months later yeah. we are keeping <laughs> criminals who should who are assaulting twelve-year-old yeah. children. Yeah. I can't believe that. on the street. I, I mean, it's it's fascinating. Crazy. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the Is there call. any questions that you may have that I can clarify a bit more? I think that's, you yeah. definitely clarified. Food for thought, with, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank I you. appreciate that. I really appreciate the call. Um, 888-673-1450. If you'd like to ask uh, Michelle Tanner some questions, uh, she is running for city council. We truly need some voices on there. When I, like I said, when I saw Larkin and MacArthur, uh, two of the city council members down there with Pike with Black Lives Matter signs, I just thought, what are you doing? What are you doing? I just, I couldn't believe I it. I just with- could not believe it. I mean, I could and I couldn't. I knew that they were somewhere this way but I I just thought no wonder no wonder there's no voice in there that's standing up for what's right, right. you know what I mean no wonder so I just I I just want to remember that because sometimes we forget we yeah. just you know and and we're on to the next thing and we just forget and we forget how much money they've given to certain businesses and we we forget all the shenanigans and and I just want to um to restore proper role, probably like what you want to do. You want to restore the proper role and go, now, wait a minute, is that a job? And that's kind of a concern I have is I think a lot of people have been waking up over the last year when they've seen the overreach. Mm -hmm. But now with some of those restrictions kind of lifting, I do get concerned that we're going to be complacent again. Yeah. And we can't because they're not going to stop. Right. I mean, if you think that's the the end of government yeah. overreach, I yeah. mean, we have not seen the end of these unconstitutional mandates. I mean, right. there's 
going to be i mean we're already seeing oh the delta variant we need mm-hmm. to all be afraid for our lives and you know <laughs> we're gonna probably be seeing some additional mm-hmm. mandates in the future would not surprise me so we cannot be complacent we have to be involved in our local communities whether that's showing up to meetings mm-hmm. whether that and you know we can't all be everywhere but we can mm-hmm. collaborate with our friends our neighbors and make sure we are getting involved and getting people yeah. into office who will support those individual There's liberties two things i've seen government do lately number one is governor cox went out with this whole i'm so sorry everyone we got it wrong the number was it wasn't 70 percent that had been vaccinated in utah it was 67 and oh i apologize for that I mean, so over the top, (laughs) grandiose apology as if he's the most transparent person in the world. And I was laughing because I was thinking, do you want to do that with the other stuff that you've done that's way more horrendous? Or are you just going to stick to the the superfluous crap that nobody cares about? Um, And then the other thing, and I see that a lot with government all the way down the line. And then also uh, putting out videos on um, when to wash your clothes because of the heat. And I'm thinking, I'm sorry, uh, we've been on the planet a while. I'm pretty sure we can figure that out without the city government telling us what to do and providing us with the mother may I, you know, and the, and mm-hmm. the sort of like, uh, uh, you're three years old and we're the government. We have to tell you how to, when to wash your clothes and when to turn off the lights. Right. And I just, I, I wanted to get your take on the, on the, the I don't know what, it, what, what it, to even call it because it's so... <laughs> Stupid. Right. I mean, it comes down to personal responsibility. And that's what we really should be supporting is, hey, we're not, you know, preschoolers. We are adults. Right. And we can take some personal responsibility. I always say Uh educate, don't mandate. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah, educate all day long if there's certain things we can do to, you know, conserve (laughs) water and be personally responsible and, and all of those things. But the mandates and the government overreach yeah. are a little out of control. Okay. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hi, Michelle. Hi. I uh, I think it's a breath of fresh air that somebody's willing to, to tilt at windmills because mm-hmm. what I've seen is that with the way things are going, with black being white and white being black, mm-hmm. that you're going to face an uphill battle because it's not going to get less uh, intense Mm-hmm. It's only get, going to get more intense. And right. The only thing that can stop this, you can spearhead it, but unless the people get involved, right. unless the people say no, yes, mm-hmm. it will continue and it will accelerate. Absolutely. Yep. That's what frightens me. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Thank you for that. 100%. Really appreciate it. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. I'm trying. I'm trying. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes. Uh, let me turn down the radio. Sure. There we go. Yes, I had a long conversation with you, Michelle, maybe you remember, and what I heard in that conversation is exactly consistent with what you're saying in the show today. I haven't heard anything that has opposed the proper role of government, and it's very seldom I can find candidates to vote for, but at this point, you've got my vote. Uh, I I want to ask, you've uh, talked against the socialism that uh, our city council has been practicing unanimously often. Uh, Will you vote and oppose Every form of socialism is already on the books. Now we're talking about golf courses, bike, uh, bike industry, uh, the, the airport, fun, uh, subsidizing, uh, if that comes up for a vote again, subsidizing a uh, billion-dollar corporation there, theaters and so forth. Will you s- consistently uh, oppose all of those throughout your uh, 
term in office if you're elected. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we we have to have people willing to go against the grain. Yeah. And, you know, once you start bending just a Thank little you. bit. Thank you for you that. Know, it's, well, you know what? I, this is what I hear a lot. Um, people get into office and then they, yeah. they tell me that, uh, oh, um, we can't change that. That was done. Um if it was done and it was wrong, you can change it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or they say, well, we live in reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you're one. not living in yeah. reality. It's like, well, it's still our responsibility yeah. to do what we can. Right. I mean, yeah, I it would be a long road ahead. You, you know, they, yeah. that proper rule of government, if you were to well, repeal everything, I mean, it's going to take years to I don't want to live in reality that, but, of theft. I mean, that's really right. what they're asking us to do, live in the reality of theft, though. And I'm like, no, I want right. to live in the reality where we actually have the Constitution that works and right. keep cities, you know, pared down and, and their role pared down to what it should be. Yeah. Um, too many people working in unison. Absolutely. Um, and so, uh, you know, the, I know that the five counties really wants to tell the cities what to do. Yeah. And. Yep. Oh, yeah. One thing I was going to mention, too, with the uh, previous gentleman who called in Uh is civil disobedience. I mean, he was absolutely head on is, yeah, we can have elected officials Mm -hmm. or public servants who who want to protect those individual liberties. But if we as a community are not going to exercise civil disobedience, it's not going to get us anywhere. So, I mean, I think my seven-year-old knows that term more than most adults (laughs) around here because it's, I mean, we have to, we have to. I know. I know. I I feel, I feel like we're in such a crunch right now. Um, I think we have a lot of medical tyranny coming. I think we have a lot of, well, we just have a lot more stuff on steroids coming in the next three years. And I'm, I don't know if we're really prepared for it, but I'm glad to know that you're running and that you you would have a voice on this. Um, and, you know, cast a vote for Michelle because we need to change this dynamic. Otherwise, you don't. You're, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing on steroids. Next year, right. they'll probably up the budget to six hundred million. You know, we'll probably have five more people here uh, to justify <laughs> it. And and so, I just want to make sure that somebody is reining them in. Somebody's telling them you that this is not okay. It's not right. okay. You know, uh, like I said, if the budget's three hundred and fifty pages, there's a problem. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a huge budget to have to go over, right? Yeah, to try oh, to it is. And of. where's all the money coming from? Mm-hmm. Where's it all going? Yeah, and it is. No, that is so true. Um, you know, I made a joke a couple years ago. It was probably like five or six years ago about about the city government wanting to because there was some statements made about wanting to vet, you know, every single business that comes to town to make sure that they want to approve them. And I, I I jokingly said, well, they'll come to your house and live with you for a week. City council members. <laughs> to evaluate you yeah. on a news story. And uh, anyway, I just, I think, I think we're at the point where we, we need to, we need to tell them to back off. And, right. uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a small business owner too, actually in this yeah. community. And, and I can vouch for that. I mean, yes. we need to be small business friendly, let people have yeah. their, their freedoms. Let's not tax people to death. Yeah. This is getting, <laughs> this is getting over the top. And, and the thing is, is when somebody, you know, goes to buy property and they want to build a business and then the city gives them grief because the city has ideas for that piece of property. That's a problem, right? That's yeah. not, that's not utilizing the yellow book page test. The yellow book page test is if you can find it in the yellow pages, I know that's history now, but <laughs> if you can find it in the yellow pages, you don't compete against it. And yeah. so we you know maybe we ought to scale back city workers maybe ought to you know maybe really look at what how much how many people we're hiring what we're doing right 
Yeah, it I just agree. seems like it's just out of control. So Michelle Tanner, thank you for running. I know it's not thank easy. Thank you. It, yeah, it definitely, you know, I was yeah. I was hesitant, but I also feel like defending our children's futures is vital. Mm. If we don't speak up now, we will not have a community, a country left to defend down the road. So we have I'm to. With I'm with you. I like your shirt, American flag. Thanks. Anyway, all right. Thanks, Michelle. And uh, I'm so happy for you. And I I go Saturday morning, meet the candidates. Where is it again? Vernon Worthen Park. Okay. And then primary election is August 10th. So mark your calendars. Yeah, please cast a vote for Michelle. Awesome, Michelle. I wish you luck in this. All right. Be right back with Melissa. Don't go anywhere.